can't talk about the tea. I feel like that's very vital. Very, very vital. Well, because since I was like, that was a Christmas track. Mm-hmm. I thought that like, we could, like, we should have started on like, the show with like, some Christmas vibes, innit? Mm-hmm. So, how educated are you all, like, when it comes down to Christmas and stuff like that? We'll see. Uh, we've got a camera girl, that's inside the building, who's going to read out a couple of questions, mm-hmm. which I don't know the answer to myself. Are you sure? We'll see when I answer them, innit? Mm. One of the mics. <laughs> okay, so this is to test your knowledge. I had to Google some of these because I didn't know any of them. I'm not really a big Christmas person myself. So. How many ranges did Santa have and what are the names? Whoa, whoa, that's two questions. Dasher, Prancer, Dancer, Rudolph, Blitzen, Dixon. Okay. Wait, can you repeat the question again? How many ranges did Santa have? It's 10 or 12. I was going to say 8 or 10. Why do I have a different answer? I think it's 10. I think it's 10, but I can give you the names. I can give you the names. Mm -hmm. Dasher, Blitzen, Prancer, Dancer, Rudolph, Cupid, Donna. Blitzen. I said Blitzen. Damn it. There's one left. Rudolph. No. That's a Dancer, Prancer, Blitzen. Is that no, no. But I, I've lost it. Okay, so it's Comet. Oh, Comet! Comet, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine I swear I would have got any of that. I'll be writing on that. I'm quite proud of myself. So everyone's saying there's 12 ranges. Why have I got nine? No, I said 10. So there's probably nine. Isn't yeah, there? I think yeah. there's nine. Probably. Yeah. What, 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 so, what, so there ain't no defined answer here. There is, there is. It, it's nine. I make sense. It's nine. What? Okay. What British musical legend died on Christmas Day in 2016? Sam, the Brits are going to come for my neck. What? Let me know if you need a hint. Him. Him, please. Okay. He was in the musical group Wham! And their biggest hit was Last Christmas. Bowser, Polly. Wow. Well so that's two and a half. Two and a half. 
Right, so I cannot answer this one. Thank you for putting out the graph. Sorry. <laughs> what 2000s R&B girl group sang a cover of... Denise Child. Very well done. Three and a half points. How the hell do you know that is, man? It's a popular song. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, obviously I'm just a DJ, I don't really do like the backstories of songs and all them things. I'm quite proud of myself, I'm quite well. You did quite well. I do not like this. Right. Who came to visit baby Jesus when he was born? The Three Kings. Angel Gabriel, no, that he visited the Virgin Mary. You were kind of there. Not the Three Kings. Oh, the Three Wise Men. Three wise men. Oh, well, oh, God. no, 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 I assisted with that, so it should be a point. No, 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 we didn't give a point for anything. I assisted, I assisted. No, no, I assisted. That didn't was get, but you did not get, that was she did not you get. You get one full point for that. One full point. Thank you. I deserve it. Huh? Not really. You're a hater. You're ending your progress. Yes. You know? Especially when the progress is not made just by you and you alone. What are you talking about? The yeah, three kings. The three yeah, kings. Yeah, no, the, so what? You didn't know who they were. Huh? You didn't know who they I were. I knew all the three wise men. Anyway. Because I'm a wise anyway, man. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Where was baby Jesus born? Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Peckham. <laughs> okay. This is an interesting one, mm. so if you know your films, you'll know this one. How many siblings does Kevin have in oh, the film Home Alone? Eight. No. Oh, there's seven. I was mean, it ever eight, I mean, including him? I mean, no. I always, it's hard to do a poem alone, but I have no idea. I'm going to say six. It's, it's not. It's not. It can't be six siblings. It, this is a trick question, though, because remember, there was children running around that were the entire si time, and some of them weren't. Well, actress. Yeah. I only watched that movie once, though, still. I didn't... There were so many of them. Okay, should I go for five, then? You're actually right. No, I was one off. Well, I, I assisted you with your three wise men one. one. Don't do I was it. one off. You were one off. That's one less than the answer. Obviously, shout out to everyone who's got ten right now. Um, That's got ten on the FM, on the app, and all of that. Just saying, that show was cheap. <laughs> You know men, you see men are intimidated by women that win. You see it. How do we end up men here? Are intimidated by we women that win. intimidated, obviously, like, man's, man's, uh, man's got this knowledge, you get me? Mm. Intimidation. I think the point goes to Cheryl. Thanks. I'm gonna be nice. Okay, this next one. I'll be surprised if you get it, because I didn't get this. Oh, alright, clever clogs. <laughs> Which country started the Christmas tree tradition? Maybe Germany because of the Feliz Navidad. Oh, well done. <laughs> well, was that obvious? <laughs> no, I just literally, I just know about Feliz Navidad and I know that Feliz Navidad, so I just assumed it was them. No, but you didn't even, you didn't even pause to think. Like. Yeah, I think I, I've watched something recently where they said Feliz Navidad was from Germany and that's the only country I could think of apart from that. That is insane. Well done. Thanks. Did you not plan this on Saturday night? I'm behind my back. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> no, no, no. I planned this on Saturday. Right. I'm quite proud. I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm not impressed. Oh. What are you supposed to do when you find yourself under the mistletoe? Kiss someone. Yep. Have you ever done it? No. 
Have you ever done it? And then boys, you boys, right. not you boys, sorry, but guys love to be like, oh, I've got a mistletoe for you, you know. No, no, that's cheesy, stuff. That's cheesy, that's cheesy. That's so cheesy. cheesy, like, why are you telling me you've got a mistletoe? <laughs> no, no, no. Are you going nice. to meet me under the... No, like... <laughs> like, go away. You're like, people are like, trying to plan it as well, like... Yeah. They'll probably see you walking like, I'm going to pull the panic. I don't think I've ever even seen mistletoe. No, I just thought it was like that, those fake trees that yeah. have like the berries yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But I swear that mistletoe is like an actual thing though, right? Yeah, so, it's real. It's real. But I would never plan that. I would never actually do that. Never. Interesting. Okay, trick question. This is the last question I have for you. What is the best selling Christmas song of all time in the UK? Christmas. No. No. Last Christmas. No. Baby. But that that was one. That was oh, one. Oh, that one? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, but, yeah, but you already said that though. I mean, you asked that question. All right, don't. So. No, 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 no. Oh, pop, pop. I got a bad pop was around there. You get Name me? Name it. Um, it can't be. Wait, Santa Claus is coming to town? No. Wait, Santa Baby. No. So I'll, re- I'll repeat the question. It's going to be Cheryl Moore, you're nice <laughs> What is the best-selling Christmas song of all time in the UK? So all time. This is going back to the very beginning of Christmas songs. You're coming home for Christmas? No. Let them know it's Christmas time. Do 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 in the 1984 charts, and it beat Last Christmas. That's crazy. That's mad. The thing is, like, I, was, I used to work in retail, it? so I used to hear these songs like, yeah. all the time. That's why it's a trick question. I would say the Mariah Carey one, because you just hear they it They know, the time. yeah, yeah, oh, Especially, yeah, like, yeah. you said UK's in it, which made me, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And then, obviously, of all time, you've got to think how long. How far back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just say of all time. So I tried to think. Yeah. No. Well, I was the place back in Bethlehem day. But yeah, so coming back to you, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would just like to get to know like you a bit of it, or let the people know a bit more about you, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So when did you actually start like getting into music? Um. So I used to go to. I think called Stagecoach for like years from when I was younger, from about like eight, nine. Um, every weekend I used to do music, dance and acting and I don't know what it was. I think I stopped going there when I first went to secondary school and then I just stopped singing. Like I did singing here and there, like in talent shows and stuff, but in terms of actually singing, I just, when I finished uni, that's when I decided, I was like, listen, I've done four unis on a subject that I absolutely despise. I can do at least four years of doing something I love. So that's when I was like, okay, cool. And then I started, for me, I'm very proud of where I've come in music, like independently without like links and just deciding to do this for me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm really proud of myself. And I feel you, like- Are you still independent? Yeah, I'm still independent. Yeah, that's awesome. And thank you. I'm still independent and still pushing it. And I, I, I love the fact that this is what I've chosen to do. And four years went past and I couldn't see myself stopping. I realised that music is where, like, you know, my happiness comes from. So, yeah. At what stage did you realise, oh, I'm actually going somewhere, like? Um, there's been, like, a couple of things. So, like, when the Robin Fick posted me, that was, like, an unreal moment for me. That was, like, two years ago. I did a cover and posted me on his page. And just naturally, 
lots of people just found me or came across me and it was a really, really, really great feeling. It was an overwhelming feeling. Yeah, I can imagine, because that was yeah. a mad shout out. Mad shout out. And um, after that, I got booked to perform in Germany, then I got booked to perform in Gambia for like 30,000 people. And like things, I was just like, wow, like, this is without having like a major label. This is without me going to any Brit school or anything like that. Like I've actually been able to say, okay, I want to achieve something. And I've gotten like to places where people would love to be. You know what I mean? And when you realize that your hard work and your talent can get you to certain places that are unimaginable, you start to you start to feel like, okay, I can actually do this. And you know, there's definitely bumps in the road. But yeah, I, it, it definitely had to be from that moment because I was walking through Shoreditch and people were like, oh, Cheryl, I was like, like people were actually recognizing me and they were taking me kind of more seriously as well. Because you know what the UK is like. No, 100 <laughs> percent Especially London as well. Yeah. But have you always been like in London? Mm-hmm. Also known as bad vibes, I believe, well, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, do you know what's crazy? It's, it, it's just follow fashion if we're just going to keep it real, like, someone can have excellent music, like, I believe that I make timeless music and I make great music, but everyone believes that their music is great, really, do you know what I mean? (laughs) But, um, they just have to see that people are taking you in. So you'll notice that the different, the marketing techniques that UK artists have are sometimes a little bit different from the US artists because the UK artists, you need to prove that you've got some sort of backing without, you know, having, like, even if it's not the major backing, you've got a group of people that kind of follow you people have to see that before they want to also jump on which which is um which can be kind of weird but it is the game's the game so if you know that's the kind of situation you're in you just take it with a pinch of salt and run with it have you ever had like doubts or like oh, oh no i can't even do this or something sort of yeah like it's wild like it's it's <clears throat> it's not, I don't mean it, <laughs> I'm chatting rubbish, like I, I don't mean it, like I just, you know sometimes when a baby just has a tantrum and they just punch their fists oh, yeah, in yeah, it, yeah, yeah. sometimes you, because you guys see the finished product, right, mm. us, we've, we've got a hold of the finished product and we probably had this for maybe a couple months even, do you know what I mean, or a month, and, and, and you guys just see what we put out there, the blood, sweat and tears of what's going on behind the scenes, even whilst you guys are still enjoying the finished product, we have to endure that, but that's like everything. A business owner who put in years or months of, of work into to getting a business up and running and we just see the finished product, we don't see the sleepless nights, we don't see everything that they've had to put to push it. Do you know what I mean? We don't. So um, yeah, that's just that's just what it is really. Oh, but to be honest it, it does make sense because now mad it is yeah, that like artists would spend time like making music and everything just for people to be like listen to it one time and just be like, yeah shit. That's why, like, we've got to continue pushing it. Like, I'm a big advocate for continuously pushing your music. Not in the same way, because naturally, like, audiences get bored of seeing the same thing. So you've got to push your stuff in different ways, right? But a lot of artists, they, they get intimidated by the fact um, that people just take things in for a short moment now compared to how they used to take things in before. And people get intimidated by that and feel like, okay, cool, I pushed it enough, they don't want to hear it from me. But sometimes people have to see your stuff more than three times for them to even click it. People that know you, <laughs> they got to see your stuff come up on their page, not because they don't support you or they don't want to listen. They just, it don't register to them to look at it. They don't register it. Like I want people, to, when I send someone the link to my video, I want them in an ideal world to look at my stuff right there and then and there. Mm-hmm. It don't work like that. Some people take it in. My best friends have sometimes taken it in a couple of days later. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not by force. 
games they didn't work. Like, like even with that, like, even bouncing off that year, I feel like the world right now like it's too quick. Very. Because back in the day, when an album drops, like you're gonna listen to that album how many times? Deep. Like, when you get that CD, like you got the whole like, album right there. You're gonna have, you're gonna have to listen to that how many times? Now, bro, like it's like ten seconds. Like you got ten seconds in press. Yeah, and that's why I'm so big on making timeless music because, like, the whole making music for TikTok and stuff is great. But if I make timeless music that's not taken in today, when people come back to it three months later, later, I'll be taken in the same way I wanted them to take it in originally because the music is just—it's not that the music is just for that time or that trend. I'm making timeless music that can go throughout the years. Do you know what I mean? That people can come back upon. So, um, I think it's very—I think for the people. I feel sorry for like the new music makers of today because they're just trying to like chase their tails, they just want to chase what's popping, not realising that what's popping today isn't going to be popping tomorrow. So like you're better off kind of finding the medium and doing like what works for you and balancing with what trends and then, you know, making people gravitate to you because you've been able to find a sound that works with today but still kept your authenticity. Do you get it? Okay, Chris, how did you find your sound? I always knew, I'm, I love R&B music. I do look like a rapper, but I love, like, <laughs> and I know it, and I know it, like, it's just, it's one of those ones, like, I, I, I love R&B music, and I love to sing, and I love to make music, and, and for me, I'm still finding my sound, you know, I'm, I'm nearly five years deep, I'm not a master, I'm still learning, I'm still growing, and, you know, I've started working with new songwriters to really, like, enhance my sound, so, I would say I'm still finding it, but I know that R&B music is what I love to make, and I love to make feel-good music for that's what I'm going to continue to do. So how I find my sound in that is going to happen. You know, I'm going to get to a point where it's just my sound is going to be so solidified that I won't ever be swayed or you know feel like what I'm doing isn't good enough. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be so solidified that I know my thing and I know that I know where it stands in the market. So, so you're so kind of, I swear, I actually feel like it's like Loki hit me in it. Wait, did I hit you? Did I? I thought this, like, 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 I always kiss up on you, I was like, oh shit. But I was in the ring the whole time. Mm. I wanted to ask, like, bouncing again of what you said, like, who have actually been, like, your inspirations for your music? Because I feel like you do have a sound. Yeah. Like, you've actually kind of mastered that, but I just want to know. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Um, definitely Beyonce, but I said Beyonce in her earlier days. So we're talking, like, the Dangerously in Love, when she was, like, when she had just kind of got out of um, the girl group, and a little bit of... Um, when she was in Destiny's Child as well. Like a lot of people do tell me that like the harmonies that I have in my music is like a girl group. Um, and I get that I'm heavily influenced by Destiny's Child. Um, and yeah, Beyonce. Um, Wait, what about Beyonce slash Destiny's Child? So Beyonce has a certain confidence with her. Like I love the way she attacks things. I think it's, I think she's different with it. Um, I think her 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 the way that she rides the beat is different as well but we're so accustomed to it that it doesn't feel like it's different it just feels like it's Beyonce oh, um, yeah Destiny's Child obviously the R&B aspect of everything I feel like my music isn't really I can't really compare myself to anyone so I can't really say someone of today that I think if I was to say like a guy like Ty Dolla Sign I'm inspired by him and I'm inspired by like J. Cole's beats 
beats. Yeah, his beats. Not his. It's really weird, but like. I love I love J. Cole, but I'm not a rapper. Do you know what I mean? So I like being able to take a beat of his or something that sounds similar to what J. Cole would do and, you know, add my spin to it, which I've done. Did you try rapping? I can rap. Not off the top of my head, so don't do nothing. No, no, no. But no, I can definitely, I've definitely got flow and I've got flow in my songs as well. So, you know, when you're an artist, normally you're kind of good 360, do you know what I mean? If you're if you're a good artist. So definitely if I if I wanted to be a rapper, I feel like I could succeed at that if I put in the time in there. Who's you someone that you would collaborate or would like to collaborate with? Obviously, I'm just going to say Beyonce. <laughs> but uh, and realist, realistically, Summer Walker would be great. Tink would be amazing. Um, from back in the day, I don't know about now, but definitely Tori Kelly. Um, she was she great R&B head, but she's turned to gospel now. Um, did I say Summer Walker already? Yeah. Yeah. Rapper, I would love. I feel like doing something with Meg The Stallion would be amazing. Um, Wait, why Meg? I love her. I love her confidence. Like I love her confidence, and I actually love her flow as well. I wouldn't say all of her music I sit there and I listen to, but sometimes when I hear her attack certain things, I'm like, right, I can make a song with you, and I can see the visuals in my head. I can see everything. I can see us working side by side. That's that's it. Like I wouldn't say, you know, I love every single one of her songs. Like, no, fair enough. But like, everybody's got their favorite songs from any artist. Yeah. Some some songs banned, other ones, other ones. Look a bit techy still. So like during like the lockdown period, obviously like you started you said about four years ago, mm-hmm. and obviously that like lockdown came. How did that affect you? Do you know what lockdown was quite good for me because that's when I released my song Crushing. I released my EP then as well, and a lot of people were like, oh, "Why are you doing that?" And I was like, "You know what? Um, dropping an EP right now might be the greatest thing for me because everyone's at home to listen to it." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I dropped Crushing, which like got a good reception. And I dropped like the rest of the songs for my EP with visuals, and they got really good reception. So um, it just it was after lockdown. I felt like I burnt myself out because I was working two jobs, making music, releasing music. Whilst a lot of people were had that time to kind of kick back, um, not by choice. Obviously, some people, you know, it's a sad situation. They you know they weren't able to work but they were able to kind of take that time aside to maybe work on creative stuff, work on being, take some time to themselves and get their mental health together. Whereas I was working as a, technically like a key worker at the time and I had another job which was a key worker at the time. So it was, it was a lot for me and I ended up burning out and then that's why I had to take that year out and take myself yeah. to the next stage. Well, what's something that you haven't done yet that you would like to achieve? Performing at an award show, that would be amazing. That's an interesting song. Mm. Why that? Um, I like award shows. I love how like, um, I love the sets. I love um, just the vibe of actually like the award shows. Like when I when I performed in a stadium, it actually showed me that performing to a live audience is for me. Do you know what I mean? Wait, what stadium? What's the name of the people, man? In Gambia. This is in Gambia when I went back home. Oh, we said the 35. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 35. I got yourself on that, by the way. Mm-hmm. They got yourself on that. Thank you, man. That was just a, an amazing experience. But How did that come about? 
So, so I'm mean, asking too many questions at no, once. No, no, I don't feel like you are. Um, so with that, I my my friend was actually cousins with a person who was doing an album launch, like the big artist in the Gambia, and he was like, yeah, like he wants you to come out and you know open up for him. And I was like, dope. So he got me out there, and I got my dancers together. Um, I got there and just naturally one of a female too. They don't a lot of them don't know, didn't know who I was, you know. So it yeah, it gets like that. It's fine. So um, you know, I had my two songs planned. I got did them my dances, planned them out, got on stage, and just as I was about to go on stage, they were like, you know, you might only be able to do one. Like now, nah. so you lot got me out here to, to perform, and I'm I'm doing two songs. Mm-hmm. Do you know? What I mean? <laughs> I'm not doing one. And the host was like, okay. And then when I got on stage, I did my first song. The host tried to cut my set. During and the first song? He, not during, like just after. So he tried to kind of be like, oh, you know, blah, da, 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 da. I look back at him, like, we just had this conversation. I'm not coming up yeah, to the Yeah, but like, like, you were performing, like, they put, like somebody else said, yeah. No, 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 not whilst I was performing. As I got to no, the No, I'm saying that like, while you were performing, somebody, like, somebody else was like, yeah, like, you got to cut her off still. No. That's not what happened. The host had said to me, just as I'd gone on, that you know, time is tight. We, you might, you're only going to be able to do one song. And I said, no. He's not. We had agreed directly with the guy whose show it is that we're doing two songs. And then he was just like, okay, for me to just go on. And he thought that by like, like he thought that he could like cut my set after the first song by just being the host. Like he, I think that's what he had in his mind from as soon as I'd said no. He was like, okay, cool, go on now. I'm just gonna do a bit my way. Then I turned back behind him. I said, I covered the mic, but this was being live streamed and apparently oh, yeah. some people could hear it um, through the TV. I don't mind. I was just like, I spoke to you. I, she was like, I spoke to you. I said, I'm doing two songs. He goes, we've only got time for one. I said, Gambia, you want me to sing another song? They were, oh. like, <laughs> they were like, yeah. I was like, there we go, and I walked off and I said, because sometimes you've got to treat people like that, man. You're not going to do that to me. I have five, ten minutes to make my mark, and I'm an independent artist. No one knows me from anywhere. You're going to try to cut my time short after I spent time with dancers. I paid dancers, we practiced, we did mm-hmm. all of that. There's no way you're going to disrespect me like that. So I wasn't rude, I just went to the crowd. That's it. Bro, that's a bad man, you still. You got it, man. You got it, man. Because otherwise, these people will just they'll take them in. I might just try to try for one of my bedroom store. Mm. I'm going to watch show coming up. I'm actually um, performing, you know Black Canvas? You know Black Canvas? They do parties. No, I can't, oh. but I guess now I do. Still. No, I do, yeah. I've got a book in there this, this weekend, so that should be good. Oh, so this is like, like a next year, between the January 2nd. Yeah, hit me up. I'm ready. Wait, you're going to be inside the UK, like, you're going to be in London, right? I'll be flying here and there everywhere because, you know, you've got you're to fly yourself out. You're one of those people. You have to. Do you know? Getting out of this country is good vibes for me. Well, what's been your favourite country to go to? Mm. So I went to... I, I love Gambia. I just love Gambia. That's home. Do you know what I mean? So that's a bit different. This year I went to Atlanta, Chicago as well. Nice. And I love Chicago. Well, what about Chicago? Um, I love the authenticity of it. Um, defo, defo, Mr. Chicago. I love the high-rise buildings. I love just walking through the city. city. Have you not been to Central London, but where we got, you know, them? It's not the same. <laughs> oh, of course. It's not the same. Chicago is different, man. If I show you some videos, like, it was just so different. It was such a good vibe. The food is great. The people are great. I feel like I'm meant to be in America anyway. That's from young. It's like, I'm 
America in my life. But I feel like UK always like idolize America. No, do you know what it is? I never, I don't feel like I idolized America. I feel like it was just a lot of my family are there. Do you oh, know what yeah. I mean? So from young, America was such an amazing thing for me. So mm-hmm. America, and, I, and and when you're, it's not even just like distance cousins, close cousins that you feel. Oh, like first cousins. Yeah, first cousins and cousins that I speak to on a daily basis that I feel connected to and close with. So I feel like I'm there sometimes. I see that I hear it I'll be hearing I've got like second, third, fourth cousin. Nah, I've got godsons. Like I've got like my for example, like just to give some context, like my mum's my dad's mum dad's mum, my dad's sister lives in Arkansas, my her children and my cousins, my mum's brother lives in Maryland, my dad's other sister lives in LA. So it's like do you know what I That's mean? The thing about America, like, it's so big. It's so big, but I'm connected to all of them and like it's not even like I feel like any different. I feel like they're in the same country. You know what I mean? So from young, I've always felt like whenever I go to America, I fit right in. When I'm there, I fit right in. My music, I fit right in. So eventually, I do want to go to Atlanta. Um, and Atlanta and New York are kind of the places that I think are, uh, are where I would probably excel when it comes to music. Um, so I, that is definitely something I want to do. I want to make sure I'm familiar with, with, with America. I'm definitely any like American artists doesn't necessarily have to be that the Beyonce but yeah, any other course. American artists that you want to work with Drake 100% or even if you just sampled yeah, my tune yeah, <laughs> even if you just sampled my tune you know what I mean you got Lauren Hill out of debt so you know what I mean do me a favour Drake um, and who else from America as I said the Tink Tink is amazing uh, Jasmine Sullivan um, yeah do you know what? Who I think is a real big vibe, and then she's quite big. But Lizzo, like, I love her confidence. I love the fact that she like has tapped into the commercial world, and but she's made it her own. Like, I'm, I'm not afraid of going commercial. Like, I know my music. I feel there's nothing wrong with it. Too, nothing, nothing. I love it. Like, I want my music to be in movies. I want my music to be on adverts. Like, I don't want to just be making music for my friends forever. You know. I'll put the rest of the on top listening. Yeah. <laughs> on wow. top. Do you know what? I listen to on top. I like on top. Yeah. So she drew my um, second job shifts. So the radio one. Especially in the morning when I was doing the morning shifts, I think it's frisky, right? Everybody knows frisky. Obviously, shout out frisky. Shout out frisky. I need to actually get on with that something. <laughs> Every time I talk about someone about on top, it's like, oh yeah, let's do on top. Straight away, frisky's name is going to come up, isn't and, it? And his daughter as well, right? She's got a little tune. Yeah, but yeah. the whole theme song and everything. But with mm-hmm. Frisky, it's just like, he's morning, I'm night. Yeah, you're the night listeners. Like, the night listeners, I mean, they're where it's at. Exactly, I'm the one who, like, I'm trying to keep these people away while they're all driving and they're all got eyes closed. And Sometimes, there's nothing wrong with making people go to sleep, you know. Ah, there's nothing wrong with that. Driving. Not while I was driving, not while I was driving, don't do that. Please don't listen to shows and no, 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 people, no, no, isn't no. it? Like, if you're not driving around, <laughs> your eyes are closing. No, wake no, up, no, wake no, up. No, I'm talking about if you're in bed and you're trying to get to sleep and you know your voice is so soothing, you get them to sleep. I've never heard of that in my life. Okay, well then you don't know. I'm giving you the tea. I'm giving you the tea. I'm giving you the tea. Oh, so you don't know what go and see how many views. Go and see. Go and see how many views on YouTube that sleep music has. Go and see. Go no, that's and see. different. Though. What do you mean? That's different. How, that's not different. People, if people are putting on your show to listen to you before bed because you're, you've got that melodic tone and you've got that soothing voice. Oh, hold on, have you ever like what's up, like put on TV and, and then you just fell asleep though? Yes, and it's on purpose. I need to listen, I need to hear certain voices for me to fall asleep. 
And my, my TV has to be on volume 14, nothing above 14. I just need to hear it in the back of I just need to hear it in the back of my ear. Like, I need to hear, yeah, I do. I'll be real easy. Right. Unless if I wake up in the middle of the night where it's like, okay, I need to get back to sleep. All the time, if I watch something, it's like, I'm going to try to stay awake and I kind of want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I know it's like to fall asleep and like, you're trying to force yourself to like, be awake. That's why you got to put on like, a sitcom or something you don't mind missing. She's, she knows! you got to put on a sitcom like a My Wife and Kids, something that has like five, six seasons. I want to watch My Wife and Kids though, if I slap it on. Just go back to the episode. What's your favourite episode, Mark? Favourite episode? I got it. Mine is three. Um, is it episode eight? Claire's new boyfriend. Well, was it when? When Tony, when Claire gets a new boyfriend because Michael likes Tony. So yeah. He can't no, but that was before he was Tony, though, right? No, so. Huh? No, I remember. He was Tony. No, remember. See, he wasn't. He was someone else in season. Yeah, five. yeah, that's what I'm saying. But season three is when we had the new Claire. And Claire got a new boyfriend. She got technically the season. new Claire came season two. Yeah, she came. First Claire didn't even yeah. last. Damn. I know. Just, apparently, she had too much attitude, but I don't know if I believe that. What the first Claire? You got apparently. a microphone, you know. The people want to hear. The people want to hear behind the camera. Is it on? Mm-hmm. Why is it so loud? So it's a bit quiet. What do you want, man? <laughs> Apparently, I read something about the first player, and people were saying, oh, they've replaced her for someone that's lighter and stuff like that. But I read the, the story about it. Apparently, it was her mum that wasn't on board with her playing that character. Really? Yeah, and took her, took her out and just was not, was not on board with it because she just felt like the character was too grown up and she was quite young at the time. Really? It was just a bigger, bigger role than what they initially thought. Do you think she'd be her mum about that now? I'm not sure because she went on to do some more acting. No, but, like, but I can't really no. say what she's been in. I'm, I'm not well, sure. What the same, like deeper. Yeah, I would be so vexed with my mum. Oh, 100%. I swear, like, at such a young age, it was. I'd have to work her at 18 yeah. and I'd have to be like, what were you thinking? But give me your thought process and I'll look at I'll be right, knowing how legendary my half kids is now, like, yeah. that's not one of the best They're still making there. money off it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And you took me out of that, mummy. Mama. And she just. And she's <laughs> Mama. Only, and she's only receiving season one check. Do you know what? She probably receiving that season one check because season one was still a very good season. Like, a very good season. It was the opening season. It was the opening she, she fit into her role, like, it, like uh, it, it worked. If I. They were two different Claire's. Let's oh, facts, facts. Two different Claire's. Like, this Claire was more like stuck up. Like, not stuck up, sorry, but she was stush. Do you know what I mean? Definitely stush, had like a stush aura. Yeah, a bit of attitude. Yeah, a bit of attitude. And then the new Claire, she was a bit more like fun and free, and like she wasn't as uptight. I know it was two different Claire's, which is like. Totally different. Especially how totally like, different. the next one was, like, the next one was, don't be wrong. Yeah, like, she was a bit. Like, she was smart. But she was, Don't be. Yeah. But I also think that perhaps I know you guys are saying you know you'd be angry at the mum, but maybe the mum saw something about how her character was being portrayed and That's thought actually I don't want my daughter to then have to look back on that and having to play into that angry black woman well, I feel like that's, persona. I feel like that's been a representation, a good representation of like on TV because people like being that angry black woman is actually a thing. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah. And but it's a stereotype that's often we, played against so black women. Yeah, and I agree with that. But I also agree that when people play the angry black woman, it doesn't always stick with them. So if even if we look at um, Tiana Taylor, when she played Byron in Madea's, Madea's house, she was like the baby mother. But no one kind of associates Tiana Taylor with being an angry black woman. Diary of a mad black woman. It had the same woman that lost their children in the for coloured girls. Um, I don't know if you guys remember. I can't remember her name. But in that moment, she did a mad thing. She she pushed her husband in the bubble bath when he was recovering from a, being shot. Like she did so much because she was an angry black woman, right? But you see her and you don't kind of um, directly compare her to an angry black woman. So there's no kind of guarantee that she would have always been compared to an angry black woman if that is what her mum kind of saw. Even though I low-key understand it, but I don't know, there's so much politics in Hollywood, there's so much politics in like the creative scene. Hollywood's not my place, but I just feel like, I could tell if she did stick with that. Like, because deeper, angry black woman, that's really just a normal thing that many black women go through, whereas a case of, like, you're just talking naturally, but it's just seen like, no, you got attitude or this, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if she, like, just stopped going with representing because at the end of the day, she still had nice traits. And it's, and it's not like she was being rude or she was trying to be aggressive, no. But why do you think that there was such a difference between the two characters? There is a very, very clear mm. difference. However, we don't know that they looked at him and like, okay, like now she's out of the picture, like the new person that we bring in, what changes do we want? Do they want do we want them to be a little bit different? Do you wanna do we wanna change the direction of kind of where it's going? Because that would be the I'm chance. They must have. They must have wanted that. That would be the, the chance for them to look at that. That's if they didn't kick her off and her mum kind of took her mm. out a bit. Do you know what I mean? So there's just so many scenarios that we can actually say that happened. Mm. Um, but as I said, like, Hollywood is such a crazy place. But then, would you ever do acting though? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do a Mary J. Blige scene. If we do the music first, mm. I'm going to hop into acting. That's definitely my bag. What would you like? Would you do acting in Hollywood? So never Hollywood. Um, if I get there, is. that's where the money is. 100% that's where the money is. You have to put your hand up. What are you going to say? I was going to say that you remind me of a young Estelle. Oh, yeah. Um, Singer-songwriter, made it big, went to America, songwrites for a lot of people, and does acting as well. Uh -huh. Where was? So, Where was and she has a show on Apple, Apple with her. Yeah. Where was she originally from? Estelle, I'm... Ooh. London, somewhere. Somewhere in London. I want to say Croydon, but I might be wrong. Come on, that's just sounding so great. I don't think so, but you know, you sort of on, you get me. Obviously, big up, big up Croydon and that. She can get cancelled. Huh? She can get cancelled. You can. Obviously, shout out to all my Croydon listeners that are locked in, or like, all those that are going to watch me from Croydon. I don't want to be from Croydon. It's all love, innit? It's all love, until it's not. <laughs> She is the queen, you get me? Mm. She's from Hammersmith. Oh, okay. Wow, big up West London. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's it. Well, what's, what else is like a part of your goal of us? Like, things that you want to do? Definitely, I want to um, perform on the big stages, so I definitely want to be hitting like a lot more kind of um, festivals. Um, that is definitely my vibe. I just kind of want to grow and I want to 
reach. I want to perform in different countries like Sweden. I've done Germany. I'd love to go back to Germany. Um, I'd love to, to, to hit up Canada. I'd love to do a tour. Um, at the moment, that's kind of where, where I'm at because I feel like I'm, I don't know the extent of where I could go. Do you know what I mean? And, 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 and I will get an understanding of that and my goals will continuously like, change and grow and the direction will change, but for now. Where's somewhere that you haven't got where we like to go? Houston, Texas. You are in America, like you're really in love with America. I love America, I love America, and like different sides of it as well. But why Houston? That's where the vibes are. Good question, so what's your thoughts on this UK men versus UK, wait, UK men versus US men clash like, like seems to be going on? Because it seems like a lot of UK women are fantasizing over UK, over US men. Yes. If a man is trash, a man is trash. It doesn't matter who's from the US. It doesn't matter if he's from the UK. It doesn't matter if he's from Nigeria. It doesn't matter where they're from. It is just they're just different. Um, yeah, so you know what I mean. I've spoken to a guy in the UK and I've spoken to a guy in the US. And it's just it's just different. The conversation is different. The way they respond to things is different. The way they act is different. I feel like a lot of men as well in the US have had to like grind from the young. like way more or in a different kind of capacity to the way that people in the UK have to grind sometimes. Just in terms of the different stories that I've heard. Even like I thought I know I'm a hustler, but I hear some stories about other females in the US and I'm like, wow, you're a hustler. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't even compare I wouldn't even imagine kind of doing what you've done. So I think the mindsets are different. I think that's just what it is and I feel like a lot of females that have probably never spoken to the US man fantasize over what's on TV fantasize over the fact that you know the men at the forefront are the guys on TikTok the, you know, the cute guys that are doing the weird videos social media is really influencing a lot of people yeah. as well. but then when you go to America you're not gonna you're not you're not gonna see that do you know what I mean you might see some crackheads but you know right so so no, you might do, but you see some, you see them here as well. Do you know what I mean? But it's the same way you kind of there's some good-looking people here. Same thing for you guys. Like you might go over there and think everybody has like a BBL, but you know not everybody has that. BBL is not attractive, you know. To you? Like, huh? To you? Ah, right, cool. But amongst even that other guys that I've spoken to, it's just like, alright, cool. There's a like, there's a big difference between you, like if you ask guys, bro, would you have sex with a woman with a BBL? The fair share would probably say yes. Mm-hmm. But with your wife and girl that, that has a BBL, many have said no. I personally can't wife a girl with a BBL. So what, if she just has a BBL, you're just going to be like, nah, I can't wife me, just because she's got a BBL? Yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> like, I'm not interested. What's going on? Why? Huh? Why? Because, like, you've added to, like, I'm, I, I like natural. Oh, I hear it. You get me? Like, the fact that, why, why have you had to do this? Like, because if I come across a woman, I'm coming, like, Regardless of your body size, it's you that I want, isn't it? Even if, because uh, I'm into a bigger girl, but then you're, like, you're slimmer, I'm still here for you, isn't it? Like, that's just, I've looked past that, it's not even about that. When the fact that you have to go and get a BBL for what? You spent how much for what? It's true. It's your, it's your, it's, it's your, your preference, isn't it? You're entitled to your preferences. And plus, like, somebody said, so somebody compared it to, what do you call it? Wet. Wait, wet cement. Wet cement. Oh, that they inject into them. No, like, like that's how it felt. What? Like, I, don't know, 
Whoa. That's what one of the man told me. I said, boy. He said, it felt like cement. Wet cement. I was just like, uh. He was, he's even being specific with wet cement. When I had, oh, obviously, I can't speak from my own experience. Isn't it? Is he a builder? Huh? Is he a builder? Why not, Tom? Damn, when you compared it to what cement, that's wild. Exactly, but I'm just like, end of the day, it's not natural. So, I'm plus like, like you have to try and keep it in shape, and like you're going through pain. You spent how much money on that? It's true. It's true. But I guess everybody's entitled to kind of, you know, if they want to make themselves feel better, that's the way they're going to do it. And and yeah, oh, cool, but, but then you're entitled to like. Or dislike. You're entitled to like what you like and not like what you don't like. That's just everyone's entitled. Oh no, facts. Yeah. So you're good. I, I ain't chasing over no baby. Like it's just mad. It's just yeah. mad. And also, <laughs> whether it's an insecurity or not, it's just a case of, alright, cool. Why did you actually really get? Because some women are cool. Like they actually wanted to get a BBL or tote, whatever. Others, it's really become a trend. Yeah. And it's slowly become the norm in the last how many years. Is there's different ones as well that I've seen. Like I've seen like the drastic ones, and then I've seen like the BBLs where they've just kind of you know enhanced certain places and it doesn't look crazy. So I definitely think there's levels to it. Um, but yeah, I think I definitely have seen some people that I feel personally have gone overboard that hate it's not my body. So yeah, I've seen like somewhere it's just like it, it's it's so obvious as well. We're so unproportioned, but I ain't trying to get into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to offend, can't to get cancelled. Exactly. I want to ask a question, a little bit of a topic question of the day. Mm-hmm. Can you be with someone who cheated on their ex? <laughs> this goes out to you as well. It's a bit tough, right? Do you want to ask first? Do you want to ask first? Are you trying to still just still that thing about that answer? Absolutely not. Okay. Because they're used to that behaviour, I think if they've had a relationship after the one where they've cheated and they've been able to stay faithful, then I would consider it. But I just think that, I don't know, it'd be be difficult because in in one sort of place you'd want to be like, okay, they might have changed, but then... You know that they're capable of doing it because they've done it before. It's just not a trustworthy person. To yeah. Me. Like I'm very big on loyalty. Like definitely the partner that I'm with, my life partner, is definitely gonna have to be like a loyal person. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna have to see like loyal traits, and, and then even though they could probably prove me otherwise, but I think just the fact that you cheated on your ex, even though you might not be the same person today that you were then. It's just, it just shows like a, a certain level of like unloyalty and, 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 and I can't really trust someone like that. I'm very big on trust, so that would just make me feel like, you know, if there was like a, it also kind of depends on the story behind it, how long ago it was, you know, because if I was dating someone now and they cheated on their partner when they were 20 and they're 30 now, I don't think I could, I don't think I would take that as Bible. Do you know what I mean? I don't think I would say that's definitely how they are because there's different maturity levels. Oh, facts. Yeah. I think it also depends on whether they're remorseful. Some men do it and they actually find it hilarious. Yes. And they will always find it funny. I have to headbutt them because that's ridiculous. Yeah. Whereas there's men that will kind of do a 360 and think, oh, that was really disrespectful. Yeah. I would hate it if that happened to me. Mm -hmm. 
or my daughter. Well, yeah, and they have daughters, and they think, oh gosh, like what's what's going to happen when my daughter grows up and you know they meet a man like me? <laughs> Crazy. Oh, I'll be real though. If my daughter did get cheated on, I'll be the shoulder to cry on. But you got like, like it's life and experience, isn't it? It is. It does make you stronger. Do you know what I mean? Like as a female, because um, a lot of us females can be quite naive when it comes to kind of like relationships and guys and you know you can be quite naive so when something does happen to you like that kind of earlier on as well you know you're aware that kind of nothing's all kind of roses and, and squeaky clean like there are some things like getting cheated on that do happen to you kind of in relationships and you're kind of faced with the reality straight off the bat wait so hold on so what your answer is straight up no um, I'm not saying straight up no, that's what I said. So I said, if I, I met a guy who's 30 and he told me that he cheated on his ex when he was 20, you know, that's 10 years difference. Like, maturity levels have changed drastically in that time. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't just write him off. However, if he was still on that stuff and he still showed, like, signs of kind of not being serious or he'd done it recently, um, you know, that would definitely put me off because I'd just be like, ew, like you're for the streets. And Cheryl can't be with someone that's for the streets. Or two hours. Two hours. Just it just can't run like that. What about if you were the one who would cheat with? That wouldn't happen. And two, I don't think I'd stay because that one is just a recipe for disaster. But you put a relationship and everything. Off, uh, off, like being disloyal and being untrustworthy. You guys. Yeah, but he was loyal been, to you. In that moment, until understand. he comes across, until he comes across somebody else with a bigger booty than me, or. Bigger, you know, breast than me. Why are you going to tell body? Because I don't know. Any, I don't any, think any, I any female can get cheated on, you know. I know any female can get cheated on. That is very, very, you know, we've seen that. I've seen all types of people get cheated on. People that seem extremely happy. People that I thought were the most absolutely beautiful people in the world. But it doesn't. It's not based on beauty. Do you know what I mean? It's just life. It can happen to anyone. But I don't know. There's cheating things touching up back in. Well, I don't think anybody does, you know. Where is it coming from a place of... No, 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 no. From what I know, I haven't been cheated on. I don't want to know if I have, but from what I know, I haven't been. Oh, yeah. I don't think I have either. Have you done cheating? That may not cheat. Hmm? That may not cheat. Zoom into this face. I'm taking over No, I'm never. I just receive that. Like, not accusations, but like, like people always feel like I have. It's like, well, no, man, they're not friendly. Huh? You're friendly guys, but worse. No, but I'm. Over friendly. I'm not over friendly. I don't think you are, I just think it comes with your job territory. That's what I was going to say. You're not, you're not friendly. She's not friendly. Whoa, 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 hold on. What's going on here, bro? What is going on? I said I'm not friendly. I don't think you are, no. Arch. Wait, what's going on here? What do you mean I'm not friendly? I don't think you're you're that friendly. She's probably telling the truth. I'm not acting, by the way, innit? Like... Like, how you see me just being like the real me? Like, I don't think you're overly, like when I say friendly, I mean there's guys that will literally act like clowns in front of the other yeah. opposite sex. 
I don't think you're like that. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, I'm definitely not like that. I yeah. think you can be, you're respectful, you say hello, hi, whatever, mm. you'd, you'd conversate, but I don't think you'd act up. Uh, you're not the type to act up. I don't, I don't see the point in it, like, I get it, like, I don't know, younger years, yeah, but like, that's like when you're teens, isn't it? Like, mm. like obviously, like, it's low key a thing, but big age, no, no, man. And I see it happen all the time, like, where, like, cool, we could be chilling, you might walk inside the room, and suddenly Donny turns into a Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's got all the jokes and all that stuff, like, like, call yourself immediately, or like, bad compliments, and it's just like, like, it's just too much, like. It's too much. Or like, you just, no, it's just bear with, you get me? Obviously, I'm around up there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming on to the show. It's my pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. It's been a vibe. You have to let the people know where they can find you. Yes, yes, yes. So you can find me on socials. Oh, so shovel everywhere. So that's O H S O C H E R Y L and an extra L. And that's on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, etc. And definitely check out my new single, Nice. So yeah, I like working with people that um, they get the vision and they understand. Um, sometimes you, you have a vision in your head and you don't know how you want to execute it, but like working with him, he was able to be like, this is how we do this, this is how we do that, which was great. And definitely the dancers gave their input as well. Right, they got the whole team for knowing your last good boy. Thank you. <laughs> it was definitely on top of where I played that way. Well, do you have anything else that you got coming out as well? Definitely. Look out, I'm definitely going to have more music coming out. Obviously, we've got the Evelyn's been locked in. I've got a name with DJ Tiger over there in the Tiger show each and every Monday from 10 pm onwards. So, some people showed up late in the bag and I'm throwing no shade. So, free to follow on the socials at the Tiger show. That is the T Y G I V Z show where anything actually does go in it. And follow the Instagram page too at On Top of Fem. I repeat, at On Top of Fem. Nice and simple, in it. But until then, Catch you on next week's store. Thank you, man. That was a great, 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 great. Let's get a store. Huh? Thank you, man. Come on. I still can't get over that intro store. That might shit. From the whole corner. Early waiting for your delivery
gonna get to the party all night. You've been naughty all night. 